Hello and welcome to this very special presentation from Blog Talk Radio. This is the first ever Blog Talk Radio Fantasy Football League. The good folks at ScoutFantasy.com have volunteered to host our draft this evening. We'll be joined by 10 different shows. I am Jay Soderberg, also known as Pod Vader. I am the head of content here at Blog Talk Radio. I also am representing the Next Fan Up podcast. Uh, we'll talk about that in just a moment. But first, let me introduce the nine other contestants here in our first ever fantasy draft, where we will crown a champion at the end of the year. First up is John Hansen. He hosts the Fantasy Guru podcast. Uh, or if you ask him, he might tell you he's a Henson brother. John, how are you? Right. Mr. Vader, I'm doing very well. How are you? Doing fantastic. Why don't you tell us a little bit about Fantasy Guru? FantasyGuru.com in our 21st year, offering fantasy advice and tools and all that stuff. And uh, we do the uh, several podcasts, including the... Um, Fantasy.com podcast, basically. I think that's the name of it, for lack of a better title. So, uh, yes, and may I say I have a really good feeling about how things are going to go for me in this draft. So I'm, I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited for you. I think things are going to shake up quite well. Like a look into the future, I'll tell you, good times ahead. Got to go smooth. <laughs> Smooth sailing. Uh, <laughs> um, Matt Chatham is one of the voices laughing in the background. <laughs> he is the host and founder of Football by Football. How are you tonight? Great, Jay. Good to be here. Why don't you tell us a little bit about Football by Football? And no problem. Uh, so, footballfootball.com is a website we started about a year ago with uh, myself and a handful of other former players, uh, guys you may have heard of, uh, Brady Quinn, Brady Papinga, uh, Chris Snee from the Giants, Tank Williams. Uh, we've had uh, as many as 18 different contributors or former former NFL guys, guys that played all over the place uh, that, that contributed to the website and then also now take part in the podcast and we're doing uh, two shows a week during the season and uh, just up and rolling. So sort of a little different perspective where it's just all former players talking amongst themselves. I guess. That's awesome. I love it. I love it. Gary Davenport is one of the hosts of the fantasy sharks, uh, which you can also hear on blog talk radio. He was recording his uh, at the same time. Uh, I have a feeling uh, his draft is going to go swimmingly. Uh, might take a little bit longer than we expected, but he does get his draft picks in. Dennis Farrell, this is going to be an interesting podcast and in regards to you because you're going to disappear on us for a little bit. You know, uh, it's, it's early in the afternoon when we do this. I think we're all wide awake, fresh face, ready to rock this thing out. But I got to put my kid to bed here in a few minutes. But I will say this, my main goal by the end of this draft is to have John Henson follow me on Twitter. Ooh. That's a good goal. That's an interesting goal that, that you have there. Oh, Which, what, what's the name of the person? Dennis Farrell, F-A-R-R-E-L-L. -L. You know, okay. it's little guy. No, <laughs> the person you're trying to follow, I, is, it, is, it, is it Hanson or Henson? Because, you know, two different people involved here. <laughs> 
both. Okay. <laughs> we'll look into this. Uh, Dennis, uh, your show is the Fantasy Sideline Show. You can also hear that uh, in Detroit on what station? Detroit Sports 1051 FM, powered by ESPN. Fantastic. Uh, Moving on now, Jeff Ratcliffe, he is uh, going to represent PFF Radio. Jeff, how are you tonight? I'm doing fantastic. And actually, you know, it's a PFF short for pro football focus, uh, PFF radio, the podcast division, if you will, which we get to do a lot of fun things. We do a, we do our flagship show, the fantasy slant. We have two DFS shows this season one for pro one for college. Those uh, crazy DFSers out there playing college fantasy football. Uh, we'll want to check that out. We have an IDP show. We'll talk about defense only, and then we even have a dynasty show, so uh, lots of lots of offerings there on the PFF Radio channel. That sounds awesome. There's a lot there that you can get from uh, the Pro Football Focus guys. I know uh, the guys on my podcast quote the stats from your site all the time, which is uh, which is uh, Joel Hanard. You're representing the Fantasy Insiders. Tell us a little bit about what you do. I am every Monday night from 9.30 to 10.30 here on, <clears throat> excuse me, Blog Talk Radio. Um, the Fantasy Insiders, we cover baseball and football. I co- cover baseball eight months out of the year and then football the rest of the time. I look forward to everybody checking us out. We're also on the Fantasy Sports Channel. Thank you, Dennis Farrell, for that. And uh, you guys can check us out on FantasyInsiderShow.com. Excellent. Uh, as I mentioned, my name's Pod Vader. I'm representing the podcast. We're by the fan for the fan. We have 32 guys. Each represents uh, one of the NFL teams. Two shows a week. Uh, Sunday nights we do our recaps. Thursdays I host our previews. Uh, we believe we are the first shows that you can get recaps from uh, on Monday morning. So check us out blogtalkradio.com/slash next fan up. Ramona Rice is the sports gal pal. Ramona, how are you tonight? I'm great. Thank you. Uh, Tell us a little bit about what you do on the sports gal pal podcast. So my podcast is all about explaining why sports fans are crazy to non-sports fans so that hopefully non-sports fans can at least understand and appreciate our crazy. I love it. So it's all about that. Yeah, it's all about. Yeah, it's all about, you know, explaining, you know, especially especially to um to wives because I was a wife of a sport of a major sports nut and I realized in order to see my husband most of the time I would least need to know what balls were being thrown at what time and it just became a love of sports for me so now Ashley Williams uh, you are representing uh, her football tell us a little bit about your show I get it thanks for having me as part of this so for fantasy football, I am one of the three hosts and analysts, along with my two sisters. I am the middle child, and I have all the traits of a middle child. But um, we, it's a really fun podcast. We definitely go through a lot of stats, play who should start, who should start, who should kind of stay away from. But we, it's a little bit of a twist because we have a lot of fun with it. So, you know, if you like a little bit of a quirky show and, and not just 100% numbers, then, uh, then we're your gals. There's plenty of numbers. There's also a lot of fun to go with it. Uh, 
one of the folks on the show has it that uh, it is the show she listens uh, to get her fantasy advice from. So uh, yeah. it could be an this interesting draft ahead of us. This is true. Uh, I wasn't gonna. Act- I wasn't actually gonna rat you out, Ramona. You didn't have to admit to oh, it. I have no problem admitting that I take advice from. Them. Do not take <laughs> fantasy advice from me, people. Totally listen to them and also listen to their awesome reenactments of um, Patriot Ball Boys, Texas. They're fantastic. <laughs> I'm so glad you enjoy it. Oh, thanks, Ramona. Yeah, it's a lot yeah. of fun. So come check us out on Blog Talk Radio at perfantasyfootball.com. And Mark Morales-Smith, you are representing uh, Scout Fantasy, the uh, site that is Host Draft and hosting our league this season. Uh, Mark, how are you doing? Hey, what's happening, man? Um, I'm good. <laughs> That's <laughs> good. I don't have a show. <laughs> I don't have a show. I'm just, you know, writer for Scout Fantasy. I was a scout, started off doing mock drafts. I know we have Red and Blue Radio and FF Toolbox has a show. I know you can find me at Scott yes. Fancy. And um, I'll be at Dolphins Report, too, this year. DolphinsReport.com with uh, another scout site. Uh, that that's everybody that that's everybody involved in the show. Hopefully you'll enjoy uh, what we present to you and uh, you'll be able to hear left on everybody's show uh, over the next few weeks. And so with that, let's get this let, <laughs> except for marks. Uh, so with that, let's get this draft underway. How the hell do we uh, actually draft the player? Yeah. How do we actually make the pick? <laughs> I know on the clock, lady. Uh, you just click the player and it says make pick right under the clock. On under the queued list or the free agents? The one on in the, the upper left corner. Right, right. Click the player. Yeah. That's not working. <laughs> well, it's not on yet. We have like <laughs> uh, John has twenty nine seconds. Well, whatever, man. I mean I, I or no, I wait, it does say round. 29 minutes. I click them, nothing happens. Yeah. There's two wait little a buttons. Why did the draft reset 29 minutes? Why is this counting? <laughs> well, that's probably why I can't draft. <laughs> wait. Uh, so that's that how long you have to pick? Yeah, I, I, I just finally figured you got to click. I mean, okay. And then I tried to. Oh, I'm on the clock. Wow. Oh, there's clock a clock. Stopped. One minute. It's a 90, okay, so it 90 went to one. Yeah, there we go. All right, there we go. All right. Good Lord. John Hanson. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. First pick there you go. in the first ever, first annual Blog Talk Radio Fantasy Football League draft. John Hanson from Fantasy Guru has chosen... By the way, that's H-E-N-S-O-N, <laughs> not Hanson. I took Antonio Brown because he's the safest player on the board in the PPR. Interesting. That is true. We are playing with PPR rules here. Uh, that, that should be noted. Uh, we have one quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, one flex, place kicker, and defense. So next up on the board is Matt Chatham of Football by Football. Uh, Matt, which uh, direction do you plan on going here with your pick? 
I believe I just made the pick. Is it up? The show? Beast mode. Beast mode. Pick. Beast mode. Yeah, the, the rationale being I think he's good at football, and this is the first fantasy draft I've ever done. Hmm. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I'm, I'm the sucker at the table. Uh, I would love to no. talk with Gary right now, uh, but <laughs> Gary uh, has yet to join us here on the podcast. <laughs> he of the Fantasy Sharks podcast. He was apparently in our chat. Oh, he's on his own podcast right now, unfortunately. So he's going to make his pick. In the meantime, does anybody have anything nice to say about Gary? Or not nice. Feel free. He's not here to defend himself. <laughs> no, we got nothing. Uh, Gary went chalk and took the uh, number one overall available player in Adrian Peterson. Uh, next up is Dennis Farrell. He is the host of the <laughs> Sideline Show. Uh, what was that crazy noise? <laughs> this is quite possibly one of the most fun podcasts I've ever been a part of. Uh, he has taken Le'Veon Bell, despite the fact that he will not play game one. Jeff Ratcliffe, you're on that radio. You took Jamal Charles. Why'd you take Jamal here? Yeah, I took Jamal Charles there. Uh, top player on the board. I'm not going to go wide receiver in that spot. Uh, so, you know, hey, I would have loved it if Le'Veon Bell would have fell to me. But Jamal Charles in that offense with Alex Smith, who can throw the ball about 11 yards in the air. I, I really like that. Uh, Dennis is going to join us a little bit later. Why don't you uh, talk about Levy and Bell? What do you like so much about uh, Mr. Bell, despite the suspension in week one? Sure, I'll speak for Dennis. Uh, Le'Veon Bell is, is really the most complete running back. He really took his game to the next level last season, heavily integrated in that offense, both in the passing game and as a runner. And there's really nobody behind him. Uh, you know, in, in Pittsburgh, they really like to use that feature back. So uh, about as high of a floor as possible and really no worries with the two games. All you have to do is find yourself some replacement value and you're good. Joel Hennard of the uh, Fantasy Insiders. You went with Eddie Lacy here. You took my pick. Thanks a lot. I went with the best guy on the board as a running uh, The best hands. Sorry, Pod. Yeah, you've left me with an interesting dilemma here. Uh, since this is only a 10-team league, I'm not, going to, I'm not going to pick with my heart. I'm going to pick with my head, and I'm going to stick with this running back craziness and i'm gonna take matt forte out of chicago i was thinking about going with the gronk man but i decided not to pull the trigger there ramona you're up next what are you thinking here with your pick here at number eight it won't let me pick wait a bit <laughs> oh there we go I figured, I figured it out demarco murray excellent yeah just again here. I think so. Was that a I mean, little I, bit of your heart too, though? No, that's a little bit of he was the number one offensive player last year. I mean, he was just monstrous. And I think with the Chip Kelly, you know, fast all run, I, I just feel like he's going to have a great year. Ashley Williams, one of the sisters, she's representing her fantasy football. Ashley, what were you thinking uh -huh. here with pick number nine? Oh, hello. <laughs> you know, I went with uh, C.J. Anderson, the Broncos running back. C.J. Anderson. I'm a homer. Because I'm in glorious Denver. No, why? I I like him a lot. I think they're going to need to really heavily rely a bit more on the rush because you know Peyton's being a little bit older and 
they definitely are going to need to kind of spread that offense a bit more. And so I feel really good about him. He's lost a little bit of weight. He's on a very strict diet, and I think he's going to be fantastic this year. Interesting. Interesting. Mark <laughs> Morales-Smith is representing Scout up, Fantasy. Man? You've got the uh, you've got the end around picks here, uh, and you went wide receiver, wide receiver, Des Bryant and Julio Jones. Interesting strategy. Yeah, I actually always go running back, but every running back I wanted was taken at that high, so I think the two best receivers out there besides Antonio. Nice. You're not worried about Julio Jones' injury history? Not really. I mean, anyone can get hurt. Well, he missed one game last year. Ashley, that brings us back to you. Are you going Homer again? I'm trying to, but it won't let me make my pick. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying, yes. Okay. So I went with Demarius Thomas because they are going to be allegedly using Emmanuel Sanders a little bit less. I'm not riding super high on the Cody Latimer train. And Demarius has proved to be a top five receiver for the past three years. So I don't see his production going down anytime soon. If you end up picking Peyton Manning in this draft, we may I have won't. to kick you out. I won't. I promise. Ramona, you went with Jordy Nelson, the Green Bay Packers wide receiver, the guy that I said on my podcast is quite possibly the best wide receiver in the league. Oh, really? I didn't hear that. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. I mean, I, I love the guy. I love the combination of him and Rodgers. It's just consistent. It's a good quality pick at this level. I feel confident. You're on deck. Who keeps saying you're on deck? That would be the lady from the website pod. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, Everybody at I'm some on point deck. is on deck. That is very true. Uh, and, and I'm on deck right now, and I'm going with the best football, Rob Gronkowski. I think uh, you're I on think the clock. Whether Brady. <laughs> yes, we know. Thank you, lady. Joel is on the clock. Uh, Rob Gronkowski is going to score touchdowns no matter if it's Tom Brady or Jimmy Garoppolo throwing him the ball. Uh, He's a beast, and I love him, and it's going to give me a great advantage at the tight end position. Joel, you went with Odell Beckham Jr. I did go with Odell Beckham Jr. I went back at the first slot. I figured I might as well go with top four, in my opinion, wide receivers. Interesting. Jeff, I'll bet you were thrilled that Calvin Johnson fell to you at this point. Yeah, I would have liked uh, Odell Beckham Jr. there, but Calvin Johnson in the second round, I mean, this is uh, the era in fantasy that we exist in right now, but happy to grab him there. Still a monster ceiling. He's not the youngest receiver of the bunch anymore, but in that offense, still going to see a big chunk of the targets. So absolutely love him there. Uh, Dennis is frantically trying to find out what the call-in number is. He has gone with Mike Evans at wide receiver here for Tampa Bay. Interesting choice. Uh, Gary Davenport of Fantasy Sharks. Uh, He's still waiting to join us. Make sure no one's joined us since we've started. Nope. Curious to see where Gary is going here with his pick. Let's see. Who haven't we talked to in a while? John, who are you hoping ends up falling to you in three more picks? Well, first of all, Jay, I do wonder when I hear you say that something is interesting, it sounds like you actually mean not interesting. 
<laughs> so you say interesting, but I feel not interested. Any, any thoughts there, Jay? <laughs> Uh, that is not true. I, I, okay, find it no, true. Okay. I was not accusing you of being disingenuous, but yes, we digress. It's just a feel, just well, a vibe. It's just a guess. Well, for instance, Gary went with Jeremy Hill here. I, I honestly think there are way better options than Jeremy Hill at this point in the draft. I actually find that interesting because I was going to take Jeremy Hill. Now that's interesting. Well, well, I would hope that LaShawn McCoy and uh, Justin Forsett and maybe even Frank Gore were gone by the time you got to pick. And right. unfortunately, they're not. So you have those options that available is correct. to you because Matt Chatham, Matt Chatham took the first quarterback off the board, and that's Andrew Luck. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, I, you know, ignorance is bliss. I, I'm trying to sort of read philosophy here as people just take every running back that, that, that you know, has an eligible number in the NFL. So I figured, you know, at some point we got to go quarterback, and I'm, I'm predicting sort of a, a stupid video game number year for Andrew Luck. I'm not, not a reflection of how I think the Colts overall will do, but uh, with the additional weapons, Dorsett is a young kid. Andre Johnson still has some gas in the tank, and T.Y. having you know some of those extra tension drawn away from him, it, it, it'll be a stat year for, for Luck, no, no doubt. You know, the best part about having Matt on the show is that he gives us the actual football breakdown instead of just saying, well, that was interesting. So perhaps I should have had Matt <laughs> this draft podcast instead of me. It uh, looks like I may be getting McCoy unwillingly. I'm trying to draft Justin Forsett, but uh, it's not going too well for me. So. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, uh, so, yeah, there you go. Mm, just, yeah. Okay. Ooh. Well, then. Oh. So you went with LaShawn McCoy and Arian Foster. Actually, um, no. <laughs> no, I did not. Did we click emergency? Oh. No. Well, yeah, I should be able to. Uh, somebody should be able to undo a pick. Yeah. But if not, I'm going to roll with Foster because you know what? That groin may be off the bone, but it's going to look good. Uh, in December, when he's very well rested for week 17, <laughs> which is when he'll be ready. All right. Somebody has stopped the draft, which is nice. And is Arian cool. Foster has been taken has been taken off. Oh. Hopefully, Mark is the one that's behind this. I am not. Uh, <laughs> you're not? I am not behind this. Well, somebody's listening. That's good. <laughs> I think it's God. Maybe actually God did that. <laughs> Back up. Uh, all right. So, John, you you do not have Arian Foster. Right. As as this has definitely become one of the most interesting drafts I think I've ever been a part of. Right. Uh, uh, now for Calvin sure. Benjamin. Well, I wanted to take uh, <laughs> Justin Forsett, and I also wanted to take – Hmm. Mr. C.J. Anderson. Anderson's gone. Oh, he is? Good. All right. I'll yeah. take Frank Gore then. Justin Forsett and Frank Gore. 
Could someone make that for me? Anyone? <laughs> now we are asking the magic hand of God, God. to Dear take God. away the LaShawn McCoy. Let's see if they are it's listening. It's going to take now. God and baby Jesus to make this pick for me, I think. Oh, there it was. It was stopped once again. Let's see if LaShawn right. McCoy magically goes away. This is this I'm gonna is try fantastic. I'm gonna try and re-log in. I'm gonna try and re-log in. Now this is this is like reality radio. This happens to people. We're we're showing people how Does to Does this deal happen with to people in drafts? All the, yes. <laughs> of course. Oh. The magic internet people are able to fix that. It's that's fantastic. You know, the oh, other yeah. thing that's been happening in the background that nobody realizes is Ramona keeps getting dropped out of the show. Every now and I don't then. know why. I don't. I'm plugged in. I'm normal. I have full everything. So I don't know, Pod. It's just part of the, the most clock. interesting draft that's ever occurred. I also so, believe Dennis Farrell has finally joined us as well. Dennis, are you on? You guys hear me? <gasps> yes, we hear you, Dennis. Hello. Uh, what's going on, guys? This is uh, as, as the most interesting draft of all time has occurred. The draft has once again been stopped. We're waiting to see if LaShawn McCoy is off the board for John Hansen or Henson, Hansen. one of the long-lost Henson brothers. That's Henson, yes. It doesn't look like LaShawn McCoy is coming off the board here for you, fantasy oh, guru. You know, I'm trying to draft so look, for set, and I'm still having a problem drafting. So, so it's on the left side, that little circle-looking round thing. No, little, click the name. I did. I'm doing that, too, and it's not click working. Click the name and then hit the middle button in the middle underneath the clock. It should turn yellow when you click the name. Uh, God doesn't um, want you to have them. No, no. No ravens for you. Uh, you know, I, I'd like to take for set, but... It's not going to let me take anyone, apparently. I'll just I'll get Foster again. <laughs> the magic internet gods could not make this go away. And Arian Foster is once again on the Fantasy Guru. You know what, Let's roll with it. How about that? I'm going to play with Arian Foster as a second-round pick. And see, let's, see, let's see what happens. Technically, he's your first pick in the third round. Okay. Uh, Matt Chatham had been smart during this whole thing. He would have just rushed right to the right to the podium with his next pick. Uh, but he was being kind. He was being kind, and he waited. Uh, so Matt Chatham, uh, who who have you been waiting to to pick at this spot? I'm waffling. I was doing some injury search history here. I, I'm actually. It, it was. I, I'll make my pick. I just went. Uh, I went T. Y. Hilton. Uh, but I was actually waffling with actually throwing a guy way further up the board than most people have him ranked in Julian Edelman. Uh, my only issue with not putting Julian at a little bit higher area here is just I'm not sure where his, his injury is right now. He, he's not here with us here and then in West Virginia, but I'm basing that more off of his December and then playoff run from a year ago and then knowing that his contract number elevates. And sort of as a matter of history here in New England, when guys start making more money, they get more balls. So <laughs> they're, they're relying upon him. Strock is there, and we know he'll get his his amount of attention. And in situations like that, dudes get targets. But uh, he, because I don't know where the injury is, and if he'll be a day one guy, I went ahead with Ty since I've already picked Andrew. So that, that's safe enough. You know, the other problem with having Matt Chatham here is having another Patriots homer taking all of my guys. 
but I do love the fact that you've waffled because of his injury, and that will, of course, now make me waffle as well. <laughs> and we are filling time because uh, Gary Davenport is not here with us cast as he's doing his own, but he has picked wide receiver A.J. Green here uh, with the third pick in the third round. Now, Mr. Host of the Fantasy Sideline Show, Dennis Farrell, thank you for joining us. Uh, you have the fourth pick here in the third round. What are you thinking? You, you know what? There are not too many times where I can look look at a draft board and see Jimmy Graham in the third round, but God, Emmanuel Sanders is looking sexy here, guys. Uh, that's this is this is the dilemma I'm facing right now. Do I do I go sexy Emmanuel Sanders or do I go Jimmy Graham once in a lifetime third round pick? Yeah, you know what? I'm going Emmanuel Sanders. Hmm. Interesting. Dennis Farrell. Dennis Farrell. <laughs> Dennis Farrell goes sexy. John finds it not interesting. Uh, Jeff Ratcliffe, you are up. And I made my pick. It's Randall Cobb. Uh, thank you for overlooking that, uh, Dennis. Uh, I really like Randall Cobb as a top 10 wide receiver, especially in uh, PPR format. 125 targets last year. Forced, he's great with the ball in his, hand, his hands, too. Forced Make 18 tackles. Really got to love this guy uh, in the third round. So thanks, Dennis. Yeah, you should thank him as well for not, not realizing that he's been out with a hamstring injury for, for about 10 days, right? Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm not thank worried you. about the, the, the hammy there. I, I really think, look, he'll come back, he'll play. And I think Emmanuel Sanders is going to step up and be the leader on this uh, wide receiver core. Uh, Joel Lennard, you went with Alshon Jeffrey. (laughs) An interesting pick by Joel of the fantasy. (laughs) Oh, I don't know what you're going to do. I took him because I'm a Chicago Bears fan, and I'm losing my voice because I've been talking at the Indiana State Fair about beer for the last hours. So I do apologize. But I took him homer pick. This isn't a homer pick. This is simply I'm a points as points guy. And I think the guy on the board who's going to score the most points in the league this year is the quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. And there he is, officially on my team. And when you're playing in a league full of experts that like to follow certain rules, it's, it's always good to go zagging while they're zigging. That's also my philosophy. Ramona, this is the first time. Is this your first ever fantasy league? Oh, God, no. Oh, yeah. I was just making sure. <laughs> That's a great way for women to get involved in football. A lot of times, at least I found like when I was de- you know, developing my love of football, playing fantasy football was like playing Barbies. So you actually have investment into watching games other than the team that you actually root for. So it actually makes you a better football fan to play fantasy football. So I recommend uh, women who want to learn more about football, play fantasy football. Girl power. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm so happy to know that I've been playing with Barbie dolls all these. Uh, <laughs> it's Ashley, you're up. Is this where you're going to take Peyton Manning? No. I want to take Forsett just despite John Hanson. So now I'm tempted to take Well, you can't take Forsett because Ramona took Justin I know. So now I'm torn between Graham and Gore. Mm. Graham and Gore. 
Did he go? By the way, I heard that you want to spite me for some reason. I I thought we were friends. <laughs> Fun of the game, right? Isn't that half fun? No, I love Frank Gore in India. I think he was so underutilized as the Niners. Flashers, it's crazy. And Frank Gore would be fantastic in that offense. He's a great blocker. He's a little bowling ball and just roll his way down the field. He's going to be awesome. All right, Mark, you are wrapping it around here for Scout Fantasy. What do you got? Grab some running backs to Latavius Murray, who I really like this year in Oakland. And going my man from the U, Lamar Miller. Being overlooked this All year, right. I think. Z, Ashley, do you think Lamar Miller is being overlooked as you have the next pick? I think Lamar Miller is going to have a better season than normal, but he's one of those guys that is just, he's bit me in the past, and I can't, I can't draft him. He's, just, mm. he's one of those guys. So I'm, I'm going to go with Jimmy. I guess both people that I initially wanted, so. Perfect. I do like the fact that we've all mentioned names specifically, and no one has, out of spite, actually picked those people. Although Ashley mentioned that she was going to try and spite John, it just didn't work out for. Her. Talk about Keenan Allen of the San Diego Superchargers. While I decide what I'm doing. I know he had a down year last year, but I feel like this year he's going to rebound. I think Philip Rivers is feeling really good, and. You know, and honestly, just a good feel. It's a gut move. I really have no idea why I picked him. Matt, Matt, I haven't had a chance to uh, listen to the Patriots uh, training camp report. How's Mark Ingram looking in uh, in those joint practices? Well, uh, it, today was almost all nickel, so or you know sub packages. So they didn't show much running game. No, that doesn't. Situation that didn't help me. He did a great interview though. He did a nice little Patriots sort of facsimile. Uh, we're working hard. We're getting better every day. We're both corporate teams. We, you know, that gets to this. Yeah, I don't like any of my choices here. I guess I'm going to have Mark Ingram. Uh, I don't like it. I don't like that pick at all. Can anybody talk me off the ledge here? I already have buyer's remorse. You're on. Yeah. Hey, he's better than Jonathan Stewart and C.J. Spiller. <laughs> yeah, mm. more touches. There you go. Who else is Drew Brees going to give the ball to? It's not like a Jimmy Graham's there anymore. Yeah. I have wicked buyer's remorse. If anybody wants Mark Ingram for cheap, uh, he's for sale. Joel, I'm pretty, you're up next. I'm pretty sure you can get Arian Foster for him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Picks have gone fast and furious here. Joel, you went with Jordan Matthews. I like I like that pick. I like it a lot. And then Jeff went with Brandon Cooks. This is a PPR league, so that's a decent pick. And Dennis... Jumps right in, not giving us any time at all. Fortunately, Gary's up next, uh, picking Andre Ellington from the Arizona Cardinals. PPR league, come on, guys. Andre Ellington's no-brainer. If it was a standard league, I might have gone with Alfred Morris here. I, I'm, I'm kind of tapped on wide receivers here. I had one running back, so my hands were kind of tied here. Or I might have taken a risk on one of these younger running backs or like an Alfred Morris, but, you know, Andre Ellington is the guy I like in the PPR league. The draft has been stopped here by the internet gods, uh, which is interesting. I'm not, I'm not hundred percent sure why the draft has been stopped by the internet gods. You better not go back to LaShawn McCoy. <laughs> no, it can't go that far back. It really can't. Uh, we, we've, we, we've gone too far now. 
internet gods, you can restart the, the the draft. Go right ahead. Pretty please. Hey, 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 while we're doing this, uh, can I can I jump in and and just comment on that Lamar Miller being overlooked? Uh, he he's the number twelve running back coming off the board in the third round. So I don't know if that's necessarily overlooking him. I think it's pretty fair given uh, his his workload. You know, this isn't a guy who's going to see three hundred and fifty touches. Uh, so I, I think that's that's pretty solid. And then. You know, I think close to his ceiling is what we saw out of him last year in terms of fantasy points. So I think that's market value, right, where he's going. Actually, I worry about Jay Ajayi if he gets, help, if he gets healthy to take um, taking his catches and his touchdowns because that's kind of his strong suit. And Lamar Miller, not so strong suit. But I'm just hoping he's not. But I don't think if I didn't take Miller, I think he would have fallen a while, but not no. 20 picks. Yeah, and I agree with you. I think that you got him in the right spot. I'm not as concerned about Ajayi because, well, right off the bat, he's really struggling in pass pro. That's not a huge surprise for a rookie by any means. But, uh, you know, I, I do like the guy. Very, uh, uh, He's got a three-down uh, profile for sure. But if he can't pass protect, I mean, Mike Tannenbaum said it. He said, if this guy can't pass protect, he's not dressing on, on Sundays. So, you know, there's maybe a little bit of more of a leash there for Miller than uh, maybe we really originally thought. Yeah, I agree. He might take some touchdowns though if he gets on the field. He's much better. He's much better on the goal line than Miller. Absolutely, bigger guy. What did he score? Twenty eight touchdowns last year or something? <sighs> something like that. Something like that. I think twenty eight. I could be wrong, but uh, Gary of the Fantasy Sharks took. Uh, Alfred Morris, and then all of a sudden, Matt Chatham took Julian Edelman. Uh, John, go ahead and talk about your wraparound there with Jonathan Stewart and Drew Brees. Yeah, I, I didn't pick either one of them. The computer took them for me, and I'm going to take it like a man, okay? Oh, God. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. Um, well... <laughs> uh, John is going to have the most interesting team of the season, and I actually do mean it. It will be interesting because mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. he's going to have a team full of guys that he doesn't want. Uh, Matt, where are you thinking now that you you got Julian Edelman before John got the guys that he didn't want? Amir Abdullah. Oh, the hype train here in the fifth round. Very extreme, extremely speculative pick there, but. Uh... I'm expecting still a two-back system there with Bell, uh, but it, it, I'm expecting lots of touches for this guy. I, I, I guess the, this is this is obviously very, uh, you know, a bit of a hail mary. But I, I watched him a ton, obviously worked with a big Ken last year, last couple of years seeing this guy. So his first preseason together name the other night was just electric. I think he has a chance to be a Le'Veon Bell kind of guy. It's obviously not the same body type, but a guy that gets touches both in the pass and in the run. And quite frankly, it, you know, with with uh, with Johnson, with Calvin Johnson, with Golden Tate, and they'd be drawing as much attention as they always do. Bell is a, an injury waiting to happen. I think Amir slides in; they could be your potential, you know, offensive rookie of the year. He could be a high touch guy. So I think he's the piece they needed, and that offense should click quite a bit. Uh, so that, that that to me was a bit of a flop, but we'll see what happens. With it. Uh, Gary is up next to the fantasy sharks. Gary ended up taking wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, so we have that Dennis Greg Olson. He becomes the, uh, I, oh, this is the third tight end. Jimmy Graham has already been picked. Uh, and then Jeff jumps in with Melvin Gordon. You guys aren't even giving me enough time. 
picks. Uh, Dennis, talk about Greg Olson, and then and then Jeff, tell me about why you went with the rookie in San Diego. Dennis first. There were other better options out there, but Greg Olson was not going to fall to me coming back. I just I just had that win. It was it was you know Kelvin Benjamin going down Kelvin with an Gordon injury. Some passes there. Jeff, what what do you like about you the rookie in San Diego? Uh, look at his stats from last year. Uh, you absolutely have to love a guy who uh, put up 2,587 yards. He had 40 rushes of 15 yards or more last year, averaging 7.6 yards per carry, I mean, 3.6 yards after contact. The one problem he does have is he's, he's not necessarily uh, committed to uh, you know hitting the hole, so he's got to work on that a little bit. Bounced too many runs outside last year. Uh, and, Kelsey. Yeah. He can struggle a little bit in passing situations, but uh, still, I'm going to take a shot on him in the fifth round. Sounds like Joel is is, is talking with someone. Uh, he might have some. Oh, he might have some doing? special help going on. Taking okay. tight end Travis Kelsey. Joel, uh, wh- what do you like about Travis Kelsey here? Well, I needed a tight end. I think he's going to be good in this offense, and I wasn't ready to go quarterback yet. All right, that's fair enough. You know, I don't have a wide receiver on my team yet. Boy, there's some tempting choices here. I think I'm going to go – should I go old man or rookie? You know what? I'm going to go old man. I'm going to take Andre Johnson here. Even though this is a PPR league, uh, and I don't know if Andre is going to make up for it with the catches, I think he'll make up for it in touchdowns. Uh, luck is going to explode. It's going to be because – Andrew Johnson is catching those touchdowns. Uh, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Ramona, where I'm are you torn. thinking? I'm torn. I kind of like Brandon Marshall, but I'm so uncertain about the quarterback situation in, in New York that I'm just like, Ugh. and then Golden Tate's there. And I know that he'll won't get as many touches because, you know, the whole Megatron thing, but. Ugh. Well, well, in New York, the quarterback's situation is We go this. out, we hit people in the mouth. <laughs> so, I mean. <laughs> that was awesome, Potter. That was awesome. Just terrible. Fick isn't terrible for fantasy receivers, though. He's just terrible for real-life teams. He's like Jay Cutler. Oh, I'm just going to go. Just do it. <laughs> Rona goes with Brandon Marshall. Just, well, you know, let's just hope he let's just hope he doesn't punch Ryan Fitzpatrick in the face. <laughs> the, the only good thing is that he does have that big beard to sort of soften the blow a little bit. Yeah. Um, Ashley, Peyton Manning still available. I know, but I'm not going there. I'm going to make an equally bad decision and go with Amari Cooper. Oh. Ooh. No about that. That was that was the rookie I was considering. <laughs> He's a Raider, though, so that's the problem. Mark, you're on the wraparound. You start with quarterback Ben Roethlisberger. What are you going with next? Let me see. Um, I want to go receiver. I wanted Travis Kelsey. I was hoping to get Roethlisberger and Kelsey here, but I'll grab Golden Tate. He was next on my list. And yeah. I, have, I have Big Ben right up there, right after Rodgers at number three. At number three, Fancy Guru, you have Roethlisberger at number three quarterback list? Yeah, um, I have him, I think, at five. 
How about PFF Radio? Jeff, you have Roethlisberger at number three? I don't have him at number three right now. Um, after the Cam Newton stuff, I have him at number six because I moved Cam Newton down today in my rankings following uh, Kelvin Benjamin's injury. So I tried to stir up some controversy, but that was like, you know, <laughs> one of the guys I used to work with who used to say, well, he's not top, he's not top 10, but he's definitely top 12. So I didn't stir up enough controversy there. Ashley, Deshaun Jackson, you went with a redskin. Didn't Ramona just tell you not to do that? I know. Well, here's the deal with Deshaun, though. Is what you say he's a redskin, and yes, he's playing with, like, one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL. I grant you that's problematic. But he still was a top 20 wide receiver last year. So he seems to manage to be able to just do well no matter who's throwing to him because he's just that talented. And, I, you know, fingers crossed, they've got a somewhat full of <laughs> See, now that I played one drop, now everybody wants to play drops. Interesting. Uh, I'm Ramona, where, where you, you got 30 no, I'm seconds here. I'm here. here. Stop it. Oh, she's got things happening in the background, too. No, it was TJ Yeldon. I know he's a rookie, but still. I like Yeldon. Okay. I think. You know, I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm looking at my. I'm looking at my team. I know I still need another wide receiver, but I like Joseph Randall more as a third running back. So I'm taking Joseph Randall. You're on deck. <laughs> Joel Hennard, you're on deck. Ooh, Carlos Hyde. I'm taking my second running back. Nice. Uh, if he doesn't retire in the next, you know, two hours here, uh, <laughs> oh, booty. All right. <laughs> Jeff, what are you thinking about here with your pick? Upside, always upside. Uh, thinking back to that, uh, that TJ Yeldon though, I, I mean, you gotta like the opportunity he's going to have there as a potential three down back. This guy has a nose for the end zone, 37 touchdowns in college. I mean, uh, I, I do like Yeldon. I've been getting him in a lot of leagues, and especially a PPR format. And I went with his teammate, Allen Robinson. Uh, huge ceiling, obviously, second-year player. And a lot of his value does depend on how Blake Bortles performs. But, uh, you know, Bortles looked good in that, in that first preseason game. Now, that being said, he did look good in preseason last year. But I uh, still like the Jags to take a step forward. I'm a big Gus Bradley fan and uh, do like that n- enormous ceiling that Allen Robinson offers. All right. So Jaguar is coming off the board. Dennis, you're up. Man, looking through my team trying to figure this out. Could always go kicker if you wanted. Uh, I was thinking about that. Oh, that was my <laughs> next pick. I knew you were. Chris Ivory. Yeah, I need a running back available for week one and two. No Le'Veon Bell. I would love to have taken Todd Gurley here, but or LeGarrette Blunt, but both those guys are set to miss the first week or so. So I had to go with someone who will be on the field. All right. Well, Gary's up next. Uh, he is the host of the Fantasy Sharks. He's the, the only host unavailable for us on today's podcast. We miss you, Gary. We'd like to talk more with you about <laughs> what your picks are and what and what your plans are but honestly what's really going to happen here is we're gonna we're 
we're, we'll mention who you pick, but then we're going to talk to Matt, who's going to give us a full breakdown of, of the guys he picks. And we're going to listen to John complain about the guys he didn't pick <laughs> on his wraparound. Uh, the, real, the real fun part of the draft is about to happen here uh, in approximately 15 seconds. <laughs> Matt, what are you thinking as we wait for Gary's official pick? What, what are you hoping? Who are you hoping he doesn't take? I'm waffling on two tight ends. It's time for me to go tight end, and I'm sitting on. Okay, not Jeremy Macklin. So um, I'm not. Yeah, I don't. I'm right. not dependent upon Alex Smith throwing someone balls. So that's that's always good. Um, I, I guess uh, I'm sitting on. I've got two in my queue here. It's Jason Witten and Larry Donald. Uh, I'm encouraged that Larry Donald might have that. It wasn't just a flash in the pan year. Uh, they've been talking a lot about how he blocked really well against Cincinnati. All that really means is that, that Coughlin feels better about him and will, he won't be rep controlled. He'll be on the field more, on the field more, potentially more targets. But it was a big year kind of out of nowhere, which makes me kind of wonder if it only is a one-year thing. And because Witten, I'm, so, um, so my pick is, I just talked to you in a circle, I just picked Jason Witten. And the rationale there is DeMarco Murray gone in the event that, the, you know, there's, we have, I guess at this point, don't know where they're going to go running back-wise. Uh, and if the running game isn't what it was intended to be, even as good as that offensive line is, I think Romo goes back to his banky. And, you know, the Dez can be doubled. It's, it's a little more difficult to do it on the inside of the tight end. So uh, I'm assuming maybe there's a little bit of pullback in the running game, and that means uh, back to a little tight end guy. He, he can still be productive, and he can still catch 70, 80 balls. The win is the pick. Great. I'll let you take a few seconds to think about your next pick. John, did you want Jarvis Landry and LeGarrette Blount? Breaking news, guys. I actually drafted a player I wanted. Only Yay! one. <laughs> Only one, though. Yay! So still 50%, which you kind of like it to be 100% in terms of picking players that you wanted to take, but I'll take it. So, yes. I wanted to pick Jarvis Landry. I did not want to pick LeGarrette Blunt. But once again, I will, in fact, take it like a man. As the most interesting draft continues, Matt, uh, what are you going with here in the seventh round? Well, this is a bit of a, this is a, bit of a flyer as well. This is more just faith in that what I saw. Oh, already chosen. Mike Wallace off the board. This is Mike Wallace. Yep, no? you have Mike Wallace. Uh-huh. All right, same thing. I mean, I, I this is this is more hope, this is more hopeful than Pittsburgh days again, and, and I think there's reason to believe that'll be the case. Miami's running game's been suspect. It's, it was spread football the last couple of years. Tannehill has played much better in that environment, and it's just that doesn't fit fit Mike's game. But now he's back into where a run game first kind of place where it's going to be play action, you know, stretch the field kind of stuff. Get him down the ball down the field, which I hope increases sort of touchdowns and. Uh, I think he's a much better fit there. Uh, Kyle Rudolph maybe has a little better year. Peterson has the year you expect, and all of a sudden Mike Wallace is who we remember in Pittsburgh. That's that's the that's the rationale, but a bit of a flyer it could be a flop. All right. Well, Gary is up next with his pick. Dennis, uh, we're going to skip to you. Who are you hoping that Gary doesn't pick here? Yeah, seventh round. I feel a little comfortable going Russell Wilson here. Uh, you know, I think he's the best available quarterback on the board. So. I'm going to go with him. Uh, assuming Gary doesn't take Russell Wilson. Well, with my luck. You've really got 
You've got your fingers crossed. Uh, and Gary, what? Oh! Now that is definitely an interesting hit. You're on the clock. Oh, Russell Wilson me. is gone, and Jeff, <laughs> you are up. Uh, where are you? Where are you hoping the draft leads you to? The promised land. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I guess maybe if God could make the pick for me here, I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna take a player who is, you know, dealing with, uh, you know, an injury. Uh, knee issue knee scope never like to hear a player get a get a knee scope in in august but in this situation here ppr format spiller with a lot of targets lost in in that uh new orleans offense spiller could be a guy may may take a month into the season before it happens but he could be a guy who puts up a lot of points in in a ppr format so i'll I'll take the shot on him here uh in the seventh round joel you're up where where are you thinking Joel goes with Tony Romo. And Ramona says, why? <laughs> I just, well, there are so many other quarterbacks on the board. I'm just curious. No running game. I think he's going to sling the ball a lot. Well, that's true. That's why. That, All right. that's, a, that's a good reason. All right. That is a fantastic reason. I was going to let him stick with just that quick, short reason, too. I was going to drill him on it or anything. It's just going to let him go. Honestly, I think Tony Romo's due for a big season. Um, I, I don't have a problem with it. Um, plus, he leaves Peyton Manning available for Ashley to take later on. Uh, I have to pick a wide receiver. Uh, I mean, I don't have to take a wide receiver, but I want to take a receiver. And, you know, I'm going to stick with my old man theme here. And I'm going to take the ageless wonder, Steve Smith. Which gives me quite possibly the oldest wide receiving duo uh, in our fantasy league this year, Steve Smith and Andre Johnson. It, I would Indeed. actually see that happen sometime. Mona. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much the reason why I went with him. Uh, him, and, him and Kamara can out there. <laughs> uh, Ramona, you're up. What are, are you hoping? Uh, were, were you hoping that Tony Romo was going to fall to you? Oh, and poor Ramona dropped uh, from our from our podcast momentarily, so we'll have to get back to her. Uh, she went with Delaney Walker, the tight end in Tennessee. I'm curious if she really did make that pick. Ashley, go check on Ramona with Giovanni Bernard. Talk about uh, the running back from Cincinnati. Yeah, he's got great hands. They like to keep him out of the backfield. I mean, Jeremy Hill's obviously the bell cow there, but they're still going to use Bernard, and they tend to always fluctuate back and forth for the committee. So I think Bernard, especially in PPR league, is, is definitely going to be useful. Mona, you're back. Did you actually mean to take Delani Walker? Yes. Why? You're on the clock. 189 yards um, last year. I mean, no, 890 yards last year. I mean, at this point, I don't know, Pod Vader. It's late and I'm tired and I need to go to bed. (laughs) So it's really (laughs) past my bedtime. (laughs) That is awesome. By the way, if that's riveting, (laughs) I would be worried about you. (laughs) No, no, it's 890 yards. Yeah. Mark, you went with Martellus Bennett. So we still sitting there. I grabbed him. And your next pick and is going to be? 
I am not sure. No, Peyton is screaming at you. Mr. October? No. I'm done with him. He's good up to Thanksgiving and he kills you. All right, Mm. I'm going to go. Vincent Jackson. James has been targeting him a lot. Jackson. Big body. Throw it up. Well, he's got to target somebody. Uh, Then uh, the crab shack guy. My, dro- my my joke just hit the floor hard thump. Uh, Ashley, where where are you thinking here with your pick in the eighth round? Well, I'm kind of thinking quarterback, and now I don't want to take Peyton Manning because you'll just make fun of me all season long if I have three Broncos. Uh, I will make fun of you if you have three Broncos. <laughs> but, I mean, at this point in the draft, I don't know if you could honestly pass on Peyton Manning. No, I had to do it. Oh, <laughs> I am uh, welcoming the jokes all season for me, Jay. Oh my! I really hope your sisters give it to you more than I do because that. <laughs> no, they will. Three Broncos on your team, but honestly, at this point in the draft, I don't think you can pass on Peyton Manning, Ramona, and you take Matt Ryan from Atlanta. The, uh, Ramona, dare I ask you why you took Matt Ryan? Was it just because you're tired and he had the shortest name available on the draft board? No, two reasons. One, I do like what Dan Quinn's doing. I have feeling that they're going to have a bounce back year, much better situation down there in Atlanta. Plus, your super fan Tim is crazy, and I think if I didn't pick him, he would be really sad. He might be, but I love the Atlanta Falcons this year. I don't know; they're my boyfriends uh, for this season. I, I've picked them as him in the NFC that I think is going to surprise a lot of people. Although when the first place team doesn't have a winning record, it doesn't take that much to surprise people. Uh, Jay, in the NFL. This is true. Uh, Jay, you know what would surprise me about the Falcons is if their defense actually played good. You're on deck. Oh, well, I, I like, I like what they're doing with their defense. I mean, We've only seen one preseason game, but I think their pass rush looks pretty good. By the way, I was torn here at my next wide receiver choice. I went with Kenny Stills in Miami, Ryan Tannehill, somebody, but I couldn't bring myself to take Eric Decker, my wife's boyfriend, uh, and there was Martavius Bennett Bryant uh, staring at me, and also a Steeler kind of made my stomach get a little queasy. Just think. You don't worry about Kenny Hill's deep ball. Uh, no, I'm not worried. I think I think Tannehill's gonna be just fine. Joel, you went with Todd Gurley, the running back in St. Louis. I, at this point in the draft, I don't think anybody could question uh, taking a flyer on a guy, and I don't even know the flyer. No, it's not a flyer. He's gonna be the guy that I look at late in the later weeks, and you know maybe even the playoffs. Why not? Exactly. Why not? I think Jeff had sort of a similar thought with Sammy Watkins. I guess so. I'm not really sure I would would call it a flyer at all. I mean, there's no quarterback there, uh, but, you know, hey, the guy is really talented. And he was overlooked last year. I mean, last year's a historic year for for wide receivers. Three rookie wide receivers going over 1,000 yards. And Watkins was right there. He was only a few yards short of that number. So and that was in even being banged up during the course of the season. So, you know, I'm not calling this a flyer at all. I'm happy to have him as a fifth wide receiver on my team. And Dennis, you went with a wide receiver as well in Chicago, Eddie Royal. I, 
actually was going to go with Watkins here if uh, Jeff passed on him, which was a great pick. I, great pick in the eighth round. You can't beat that value. But, you know, no Brandon Marshall. White is hurt, you know, depending on what reports you read, how long he's going to be out. you got Alshon Jeffries now dealing with another leg ailment. I think Eddie Royal is a great pick in round eight here. And now Gary is up. Martavius Bryant off the board. Gary, go wide receiver from Pittsburgh. And now Matt. Oh, Lord. Um, <laughs> uh, this pick makes sense to me, but it could be another bomb. I just went uh, Victor Cruz. I don't see it. Is it up? Uh, I do not see Victor Cruz. Victor Cruz is up on mine. Oh, yeah. I see him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did. Oh, yeah. Okay. Son went with two picks that I'm sure he did not want, and Nelson Aguilar and Charles Johnson. John? Yeah, well, I definitely made the Aguilar pick. Uh, I was looking at someone else, but I did have Charles Johnson in my queue, so uh, I will accept that as well. And uh, he will play X receiver for Norv Turner. Quickly, uh, quickly uh, did well with Bridgewater last year. And typically, that's the go-to receiver spot. I actually have Mike Wallace ranked a little bit higher, but that's a little bit more about him being a playmaker. So Charles Johnson will be a very key receiver for the Vikings and Theodore Bridgewater. I'm not and Aguilar, Aguilar, by the way, is look, he'll likely be a little slow off the mark uh, as they kind of spoon feed him the offense right away. Like they did last year with Jordan Matthews, but I'm sure that the hope in Philly is that him and, and, and um, Matthews develop into a deadly one, two punch. He's very explosive with the ball in his hands as he showed in the preseason opener and Sam Bradford, has looked fantastic. I'm in the Philly area talking to people who are watching him every day in practice. He looks really, really good out there. May God bless his knees. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Automated pick. How'd that happen? All right. Well, it's not the worst uh, automated oh, pick. Matt Chatham. <laughs> Matt Chatham goes with Cam Newton at quarterback, an automated pick, apparently. Uh, Gary uh, made a quick pick at quarterback with Matthew Stafford. Uh, so Matt, are are you unhappy with Cam Newton, or were you just hoping you could get him later? No, that was a total accident. I I, I didn't consider him. I was done picking quarterbacks. Uh, You're on deck. He's, uh, he's in the NFL, so I guess you know I'll take him. <laughs> oh my, that's good advice because Somebody's earlier I, I almost took someone in the NHL. So I think that's very good advice. <laughs> Dennis, you went with uh, Rashad Jennings um, at running back. And then Jeff followed that up with Devontae Freeman. Uh, Joel has taken Julius Thomas, the tight end from Jacksonville. And I will now make my pick as well. I'm going with Joyke Bell, the other uh, running back in Detroit. Um, At at this point in the draft, I I really didn't have much of a choice. Yeah, I really didn't have much of a choice there. Uh, So let's... Rewind oh, here real quick. Uh, Jeff, why don't you tell us about Devontae Freeman? I think Devontae Freeman's a guy who a lot of people are overlooking this year just because of the fact that the Falcons took Tevin Coleman in the in the draft. But Freeman entered the league last year as a, a highly touted player out of Florida State who has the ability to catch the ball out of the backfield. He's kind of like a, a Jacquez Rogers plus because he has the ability to run between the tackles as well. In the Shanahan blocking system as well, we've seen guys perform who maybe, you know, 
uh, you know, looking back to last year, those Cleveland Browns running backs, the Browns team wasn't that it wasn't anything special, but those guys were putting up some decent fantasy points at times. And uh, the system has made some fantasy stars out of folks in the past, including Alfred Morris, uh, who we talked a little bit about way earlier on in the show. So, uh, you know, I, it comes down between Coleman and Freeman. And uh, for me, I've been I've been taking Freeman in those cases, uh, especially in a PPR league. Nice. Oh, God. Mark, you've got the wraparound here and you're and you're taking up all of your allotted time here. You went with Doug Martin and I heard you go, oh, man, as Joyke Bell and Trey Mason came off the board. So I'm guessing it took you a while yeah, to find like, another running. Back. I like. I like Joyke and I like Devontae Freeman. I don't like anything about Doug Martin, but this way he has the upside. Hopefully he's not horrible. I want Danny Woodhead. Though. I really like Woodhead. Oh, I love him. I let Royal fall you know, too far. I'm not letting Woodhead fall too far. Matt, Matt knows this because I, I believe I shared this with him once. Danny Woodhead is quite possibly one of my favorite paths no longer on the paths. I love Danny Woodhead. That kid is fantastic. I'm just curious how he comes back from the team. That's the only issue, right? Ashley, you tight end Antonio Gates. Talk about your tight end choice here. Yeah, I mean, he's suspended for, you know, the first four games, but at the end of the day, he's still a top tight end. He was top five last year, and I've got Jimmy Graham, so I feel like I've got a pretty good little tandem here to rotate in. That is a nice little tandem. Uh, Ramona, you went with Larry Fitzgerald uh, in the 10th round. I don't think there's... I don't think you can say much bad things about Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, plus, Not you can't really say anything round. bad about Larry Fitzgerald. He's a nice guy. And, and just because my wife is dealing with me doing podcast so late, I will take her boyfriend as much as it makes my stomach turn in a but PPR so league. I do believe Eric Decker is going to be the guy yeah, that's going to take, is going to get all passes from whatever crappy quarterback gets punched in the mouth. <laughs> Joel, you went with quarterback Philip Rivers, who for the time being is the highest paid or whatever. He made a lot of money this week. Most guaranteed money, I think. Most guaranteed money, yeah. And and again, for a backup guy behind Tony Romo, yeah, I'll, I'll gamble. I, I'm a gambling kind of guy, if you can't tell. There's nothing wrong with that. Jeff, uh, you're up. I'm thinking Zach Ertz. Yeah, he's he's dealing with this uh, this groin injury that, uh, well, everybody's – Everybody's going to be ready by week one. We'll see if he's actually ready by week one. Uh, this is more a pick for ceiling. Obviously, low floor potentially here. But, boy, this guy, uh, what was that, week 15 when he had 18 targets, 15 catches. So we know the massive ceilings there in the Chip Kelly offense. I'm also a Philly guy like John. Uh, so, uh, you know, we get, to, we get all these reports all the time and just love this offense, love the pace of the offense. Just so many plays, so many opportunities to put up fantasy points. Uh, Dennis, you went with Devin Funches. Hmm. Why not? Kelvin Benjamin's out. Someone's got to catch passes, and I have the other guy, uh, Olsen, too. Hmm. I decided to go with uh, Funches here. Not bad for my fourth or fifth wide receiver. As a fourth or fifth wide receiver, sure. Uh, One might argue there's still some other wide receivers, but hey, go ahead with the Carolina Panthers wide receiving core. Uh, uh, Gary still needs a tight end. 
uh, also a kicker in defense, although I expect in this league we're not going to see kickers or defenses for a little bit while longer. Uh, Matt, as your time is about to begin, Gary took John Brown from Arizona, uh, who had a, a nice year last year. Matt, where are you uh, going here? I oh, you went with Larry, Larry Donnell. Yeah, Donnell, am I been saying it wrong? Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Donnell, Donnell. Is it Donnell Donald? He's the tight end for the Giants. <laughs> Donnell. He's really cool. Donnell. Okay, well, there we go. He's, uh, he's a nice death pick. I like to sort of play week to week with him and Witten. I, I just, uh, I think he, I love him as a player. I just am always nervous when a guy is 26 years old and played one season of football at that productivity level. So um, he sounds like he's going to get more reps. So maybe, maybe he'll work as a nice plan if, if there's some certainty he's getting involved. John, did you want Duke Johnson and Brandon LaFell? Yeah, definitely wanted Duke Johnson. Uh, LaFell, I, I kind of had to take because the the way the draft worked out for me, I wasn't re- really strong at uh, wide receiver. But the Browns definitely want Duke Johnson to be their main guy. They, they are very high on him. They're very frustrated by the hamstring that has held him out for all of camp. But they're being very patient. They have a long-term vision for him to be their version of – Anyone remember Thurman Thomas? That's what they see in Duke Johnson. Uh, For Cleveland, I hope that's the case because Cleveland really does suck. Um, Matt went with Kendall. (laughs) Matt goes with Kendall Wright. All I'm thinking there is obviously Mariota's got a link on someone. I don't know if it's going to be him. I mean, I someone's got to catch a ball in Tennessee and this is a, this is definitely a depth pick that we'll see how things mm-hmm. the season progresses, I guess. All right. So we're waiting for Gary's pick. Uh, Dennis, who are you hoping that Gary doesn't pick here? It doesn't matter at this point. Does it guys? <laughs> I mean, I mean, wow. What a draft. I, um, I'm shocked if he just takes somebody in the NFL at this point. There you we'll go. Just go with that. You're on. Go. There we go. I'll, I'll take the Devontae Parker. <laughs> I love. I love the. Let's just pick somebody in the NFL theory now, uh, <laughs> as it spread like wildfire. Harry went with Kyle Rudolph, who was actually in my queue tight end. Um, so I'm. I'm a little upset with Gary now. Uh, maybe I'll start coming up with bad things to say about Gary. Uh, Jeff, you're on the clock here, the clock. and you went with Ryan Matthews. Yeah, he's one uh, DeMarco Murray injury away from being an RB1, so at this point, I like it. And, and Dennis, I really like that nihilistic view of the pick. It's just like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it's 11 o'clock. I got to be at the 4 a.m. Let's just move it along. <laughs> See, it's not just me. I'm tired. I want to pick this pick and go to bed. I really, 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 really agree with you. All right. Well, then, uh, Joel goes with Devontae Adams, uh, the wide receiver from Green Bay. I'm going to take, I like a peed off Tom Brady. Uh, I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, Ramona, you're up next. And you go with Brashad Perriman. Once again, this is another player in the NFL. Ashley, you went with Anquan Bolden. 
I did. I, I hate to steal one of the old guys from you, but I know. He's one of those guys that's just solid and he's true, and he always does well, but he's quiet. But people forget about Anquan Bolden. So, you know, Love that pick. Not an opportunity for him. Well, I mean, somebody's got to catch passes because, you know, another guy's retiring. That's the second time yeah. I've made the retirement joke. Mark, uh, you have the wraparound. I had Bolden queued up to go. Um, hoping to get Devontae Parker and Anquan Bolden there. I'll take my backup quarterback. Ryan Tannehill. Tannehill's going to be throwing those passes to Kenny Stills. Lots of passes. I'll go with some PPR upside here. Take Darren Sproles. Just put him out of wide receiver. Hopefully, I throw him the ball more this year. If that's what they do. Yeah, I'm hoping. It's a real hope. Out a little more. And now I think, what is he, my fifth running back? Oh, actually, I yeah, wanted so, him. So you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley no. takes Tevin Coleman I'm away from so Ramona. And Ramona's up next. Good value this late. Right? This late, he's good value. He could, he could very well be the starter. So. Yeah, I think, he, I think he's actually going to have a really good season. Um, yeah. Man, not to rethink. Oh, and I'm going to take the biggest gamble. But it's the 12th round, and I'm tired. <laughs> so, I love the amount of You're people that are tired here. Ooh. Fantastic. Jeez. I know. She's praying on Sam Bradford's knees. Uh, I am going to take another wide receiver here, and I'm going to make it the other Arizona wide receiver, Malcolm Floyd. And, Joel, you are on the clock. I am on the clock. Oh, 12th round. What to do? What to do? What to do? God. I don't even know because I am also tired. Let's see here. What to do? <laughs> this is like the saddest, pathetic group of people ever. I feel bad I brought it up. I'm not My fault. <laughs> no. Now, like David, David Cobb, Cobb, that's an interesting name. I'd, I'd like to hear more about David Cobb, please. More than the player in the NFL, as Jeff took Eli Manning at quarterback. Joel, tell me a little bit more about David Cobb. Well, we know he's going to be the backup, and I just look at it as a nice gamble. Of course, again, I'm going to run the uh, run the dice and gamble. <clears throat> just can't go wrong with the Titans running back. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the first kicker off the board is Cody Parkey. Uh, the Philadelphia yeah. Eagles, Dennis. You went with a kicker, and not the last round. What are you Plus doing? The guy, the, the guy ranked. If you were breaking it down on fantasy points, he would have ranked second among tight ends. And I saw the set on NFL.com a few weeks ago. But second among tight ends, fifteenth among running backs, and like thirteenth among wide receivers. Even though he's a kicker, how do you pass that kind of value up? All right. Is anyone else? like me watching these preseason games and seeing how many teams went for two uh, and the preseason think that's going to play over into the regular season. Yep. It almost has to. I'd be interested to see that Matt. Cause you're the, you're the actual NFL guy. No, we heard who was it the other day? Uh, some coach came out and made that comment that, uh, you know, uh, the Detroit head coach. Somebody that said that it was, oh, this is just going to be a sea change. Guys are going to be going for two all the time. I think the team to two are, are silly. There's really no – you went from 99.6 to 96.8, I think, from the, the conversion rate uh, of just a regular extra point. Why that 2.5% two two or 3 or whatever it is change your mind dramatically and went out and went for two. 
if you weren't doing it before, you shouldn't be doing it now. Nothing, <laughs> nothing should change, cold weather or not. Everyone that's not a high school kicker should be able to make a, a point from the 15-yard line. That's, that, I don't think it should change much, but maybe it will. I, mean, I think people, in the event that it does, it's because people were overreacting. But, you know, if you, or you shouldn't do it now. All right. Gary took Isaiah Crowell from the Cleveland Browns. Who are you going to take? I want Gary McFadden. <laughs> did, did, uh, did Joseph Randall already go off the board? I couldn't find him. Uh, it's, it's sort of yes, a question. Yes, I, okay. I took Joe Randall. Okay, that's, that's smart. Uh, it's sort of a question mark, which of the three of those guys between Rudy and himself and maybe Don Barmore is your third down back and McFadden are going to get the carries. If McFadden's healthy, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a big carry number, but that's yeah, it's one of the worst dips in football. So who knows? We'll see. It's a good draft. It's a good depth pick in the event that, you know, he does stay healthy and he's run behind the best line, line in football. Who knows? On, we're back to you. Tyler Eifert, is that a legit pick? That is. <laughs> Got to go for upside potential with the former first-round pick who has looked very good this summer. And I'll take Marcus Colston. All I, can, all I can say about guys that look good in the summer, especially mm-hmm. tight ends that might look good, uh, is, uh, is, is one guy that I, that I touted very highly uh, a couple of years ago by the name of Zach Sudfeld. And uh, I'm going to say about tight ends that look good in the summer. Yeah. That was your guy. Uh, you were a Zach Sudfeld. Sudfeld. Oh, I was a I was a Zach Sudfeld guy. I was all over Zach Sudfeld. I thought he was I thought he was the second coming of Gronk. It was going to be a glorious <laughs> glorious time. I drafted him. Uh, <laughs> thus, the player scouting yeah. career got off a rough ro- rocky start. Well, I don't know, Matt. You can back me up on this. Everybody was high on Zach Sudfeld. He tore his groin. He tore his groin at the worst possible time. Young, young guy doing the best, you know, having a great, great camp, kicking ass, and he got injured. And he, you know, he wanted to stay on the roster. He had just made it. He, he was trying, you know, he was trying to be active. And he went out and blew a couple blocks, dropped a couple passes in a game where he was he was a little bit nicked up and probably shouldn't have been out there. And uh, you know, then he gets dropped off the roster just for value reasons, and the Jets swoop in and pick him. And he got nicked up again when he was down there. You just see it happen to guys. He had ability, but he went to a bad offense, got injured a couple times, uh, couldn't block so well. So if your offense requires your two tight end to to be a point of attack, you're, you're kind of screwed. So you know, it, it happened. Uh, you see it happen to a lot of guys. He had some ability, but. A lot of it's just you know making plays at the right time and being healthy at the right time, or sometimes guys just go go through the revolving door and they're out of the league. I, I want to know: is there a, a yeah. better time to pull a groin? Because th- that was what you said—the worst time to pull a groin. I want to know what the better time is to pull. Yeah, a groin. exactly. Is there a good great time? Is like April, middle of April. Yeah, <laughs> a nice time to just chill and, and let it heal. He was uh, the other thing. It sucks. I know it sounds silly, but uh, when you're having that issue at that position. There are some places you can get, I mean, if you're a D lineman on the interior, you don't have to, you know, take the sharp cuts and stuff. You can get away with that injury. He was happened that he was a move tight end. So he's, he's motioning all over the damn place. Stop, go, stop, go. He has to make that move at the top of his routes. He just looked clunky. And, you know, when you've had a, a soft tissue tweak, that's, that's not unusual. So 
Yeah, just bad timing. It's called bad. Real nice kid. We got to deal with him quite a bit in preseason, and uh, he was doing all the right things, and then he hit the wall. Stuff happens. You see it. You see it every now and again, and that's fucked the dude. Uh, so a bunch of picks. And as we were talking about Zach Sudfeld, uh, Tori Smith was taken by you, Matt. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater was taken uh, by Gary. Uh, then the Seattle Seahawks defense, the first defense taken by Dennis. Uh, Jeff took Jordan Cameron, the tight end from Miami. Joel ended up taking the Buffalo Bills. Uh, I ended up taking a backup tight end. Oh, and Daniels. Uh, Dwayne Allen came off the board uh, with Ramona's pick. Terrence Williams was your pick, Ashley. So we will uh, talk with you. Tell me about Terrence Williams, uh, who I believe is only the second wide receiver taken from Dallas. He is. And, you know, he's a starting wide receiver. And, and they're going to need to spread the ball a little bit more to take, you know, double coverage off Des Bryant. And Terrence Williams looked really good this preseason. So I think he's going to have a much more integral role, especially the DeMarco Murray gun in a weak run game this year than last. I hope. Fingers crossed. Nice. <laughs> Mark, you're you're coming up on the wraparound as uh, we have you have six picks. The rest of us have five remaining. Uh, what do you got coming to us? I'm between. I'm gonna go with Stevie Johnson here. Oh, I was looking at Pierre Garcon, but I, I don't. I just don't trust that team. Plus, he like dropped a pass like with five yards ahead uh, preseason. Yeah, he's a year removed from 113 catches, but. Right. Still, I'm gonna go with Stevie Johnson. I like him in uh, like him in San Diego, and I'm gonna go with the Dolphins defense. They played the Jets and the Bills twice, and have one of the best defenses in the league. Hmm. I like the Jets too, but they don't get to play the Jets twice, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, that is is true. You're up again, Ashley. I know I'm excited here. You know what would make your team extra special, Ashley? The Denver Broncos defense. Well, I can't do it. It's too early. It's too early. Uh, <laughs> you know you want it. Go Flacco. That just happened. Wacko for Flacco. Joe Flacco. Yeah, I don't feel great about it at all. But, you know, <laughs> I need a backup. So. Well, I mean, as a backup, who were your other choices? Let's look at here. Uh, you you could have gone with Colin Kaepernick. You could have gone with Carson Palmer. Could have gone with Jay you're on deck. Or Andy. I'm on deck. I mean, when you're talking about these guys, I don't think yeah. Joe Flacco as a backup is that bad a choice. Uh, there is a run going on defenses. <laughs> there's a run going on defenses, and when I say when there's a run, you have to participate. Ramona took the St. Louis Rams, and I am going to take Texans. You're on the clock. Despite despite having to play Andrew Luck twice a year, I, I will still go with the Houston Texans. All right, Joel, you're up. All right, I'm going to get my backup defense, and I'm going to Denver Broncos. Wade Phillips, that's all I got to say. All right. Love it. Uh, enough said. And wow. Ashley can't take them. Jeff, what, what do you got to say about Marcus Mario? He's a poor man's Russell Wilson, so if he hits, I make out. If not, I cut him. All right. That's fair enough. Uh, Dennis Alfred Blue, are you, are, you, are you betting that the Arian Foster pick that John made is not going to pan out for him? <laughs> <laughs> It was round 14. 
I'm not even look. I think Alfred Blue's probably a good pick around round twelve, round fourteen. Why not? I agree, <laughs> <laughs> and and probably a lot better pick than uh, Arian Foster at this point. Uh, we await Gary's pick, uh, Matt. Uh, at this point in the draft, uh, where are you looking? I'm going kicker and. Uh, a little early, but uh, I think Eskowski is going to be head and toes, just or I'm sorry, head above everyone else, just because I'm feeling a 2007 vibe here. Angry Patriots team off field offense, uh, focused deal, 35-ish points a game. They're always speculating to figure out who the hell you know Tom's going to throw the ball to. Well, uh, same dude always kicks it through when they're done. So if you got to go kicker, I think in particular season that's that's probably a big pick. All righty. So Pierre Garçon went to Gary. Matt took Steven Gostowski. And now, John, let's see if you make a legitimate pick here. Vernon Davis. He's back. <laughs> By popular demand. <laughs> Is he back? That literally got crickets. Is he oh, back Vernon like Davis that? will have a bounce back here this year for the Niners. We're going to have Torrey Smith there, the vertical threat, open things up underneath, and an edict has handed down to offensive coordinator Jeep Chris to get Vernon the ball. I like it. Hashtag right. analysis. <laughs> that, was, that, was that was great analysis. Thank you. Let, let's see what you uh, got for us on the next pick. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take someone um, – Clayton Kershaw. Oh, no, wait, he's not in the NFL. Okay, that's problematic. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go ahead and take Roy Hello. Hello. And now if Latavius Murray goes down, Roy Hello will be a top 20 back in PPR. Matt goes with Jay, Jay blah, 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 the Miami running back. Exactly. Love him in college. Good depth pick. Catch it, run it. Who knows where the season will go? Middle of the year, he might be a good guy to end if he gets to be a little more of a touch guy than Lamar. We'll see. So Gary's up next. Dennis, you have four picks left. According to my little sheet here, all of your positions are filled. So you are going uh, just for depth at this point. Thank God. I'm going to go back up quarterback and back up tight end, but I'm not telling you guys who because I know you're going to steal them. Uh, you never know. We, we, so far, we've been pretty nice when people have mentioned names. Uh, it's been very few steals. I haven't heard a lot. There's been a few. Oh, that was my guy, but not as many as I would have expected. It's been fairly quiet. Ashley's been killing me all night. <laughs> Oh, CJ Anderson on me, Anquan Bolden on me. It was like three others. They're good players. They are good players. Yeah, don't mess with her fantasy football. They they know their stuff. (laughs) That's who I listen to. Oh, yay. Uh, Gary went with the uh, tight end out of Tampa Bay, Austin Safarian Jenkins. uh, Dennis uh, can now take one of his backup quarterbacks or backup tight end that he's keeping a secret. He goes with Jameis Winston. Wow. Wow. Is that simply... You're on the clock. Oh, and there goes Cody Latimer. I like that. A backup quarterback for Dennis. Jeff, you took Cody Latimer, who was in my queue. So how dare you? (laughs) 
<laughs> Happy to snipe you, my man. Uh, you know, love this guy, though. 37 snaps last year, so we don't know what to expect, except we do because he was a good college, very good college player in, in that awesome wide receiver class last year, so overlooked. And, uh, hey, he looked good in that preseason game when he got a full complement of snaps, uh, thanks to Demarius being uh, not suiting up for the game. So one injury away from potentially having a pretty significant role in a high-powered offense. Yeah. That was a that was a great pick. I'm very very upset right now. Joel, go ahead and make me more upset. No, I don't think I'm going to do that. Yeah, I think I'm going to take you know I'm I'm going to jump outside the box and here I'm going to take a, a kicker here. No, oh. Justin Tucker. Uh, no, I'm not. T- I'm not going to take a kicker this early in a ten team league. I thought about it and then I was like, wait a second, this is a ten team league. Kickers are like ice cream. Uh, I can get whichever one I want whenever I want. Uh, so I'm going to avoid a kicker. Uh, no, closers aren't like ice cream. And my fantasy baseball season proves that that's the case because I think in all of my leagues, I might have maybe one closer left on my team. Very annoyed with fantasy baseball right now. Uh, I'm going to uh, wow. go. That was so deep. What's baseball? <laughs> I'm going <gonna, laughs> to go with a wow. The two defenses I wanted for my backup both have the same bye week. So that's not going to happen. Uh, I'm going to go with a backup wide receiver, Marvin Jones, for the Cincinnati Bengals. Marvin Jones to me uh, is a great value at this point in the draft. How you guys have slept on him, I don't know. Maybe it's because it's starting to get late. Now I'm going to start complaining that it's too late. And Ramona went with the New York Jets defense. Why? Why, Ramona? Why would you go with the New York Jets defense? I mean, you know, it's the 15th round. It's 11 o'clock. What do you want? Just to, just to annoy you? I mean... Uh, I mean, it's still uh, it's on paper. Good. It's still one of the best. It, on paper, it's still one of the best defenses in the AFC. You know, notwithstanding all the problems seem to be on the offensive side of that ball. So again, and Darrell Revis is a game changer wherever you put him in a defense. He he just is monstrous. So look what happened last year when he had him for you guys. So. Mm. Mm. Ashley, you went with Andre Williams, the running back for the New York Giants. I believe all three giant running backs were taken in this draft. Yeah. It's a little crowded in that backfield, but all three of those players have a history of not staying healthy all season. So I think all of them at some point could just love the season. Mark, you went with Cameron Artis Payne. Yeah. Were you feeling a kinship with the uh, three names? (laughs) Yeah, maybe. It's more, I think, Jonathan Stewart's horrible. He's played 16 games once in the last five years. Hasn't had 200 carries in five years. Hasn't rushed for 1,000 yards in five years. Hasn't had double-digit touchdowns in five years. I don't know why people think he's going to be good all of a sudden because D'Angelo Williams is gone. And they'll get hurt. I completely... Uh, uh, hey, man. I I, you got yeah. auto-picked to me. You're talking about my guy. <laughs> I'll go with Vinatieri as a kicker because he's a kicker and I don't know. Andrew likes throwing the ball and Vinatieri will kick extra points. All right. That's that's reason enough. You don't need a reason for kickers. No, uh, I, no I wouldn't even draft a kicker if we didn't have to. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, Ashley, you picked the Arizona Cardinals defense. Yeah. 
I mean, they're great. I need a defense. Um, It's a little earlier than I would like, but, you know, as you said, they're starting to go off the board. you kind of got to get in there. Ramona, right now, the only position you need is a place kicker. You went with the Buffalo kicker. That, I that's, don't trust uh, their quarterback. That is definitely annoying, definitely annoying to me. Uh, going to go why? with why? Because it's a Buffalo kicker. What Buffalo? Really? I am taking Andrew Hawkins here. Uh, I might be on one year clock. late on the hype train, but uh, I'm, I'm hoping that he lives up to the hype here. Joel, where are you thinking here? Well, because I live in Indianapolis, I'm going to take Moncrief, and that's the only reason why. I live here, and he's that's <laughs> being talked about. <laughs> that's it. Jeff, where, uh, where are you thinking here? You got three picks remaining. Wide receiver, uh, Marcus Wheaton. Uh, hey, Big Ben's talking this guy up. I know a lot of people are on Martavis. But uh, if Wheaton starts in two receiver sets, uh, you know, hey, this, this passing offense in Pittsburgh is quite prolific. We saw it last year. So, I mean, he could definitely outplay this, this, uh, this draft pick. Dennis, tight end Eric Ebron was your pick. See <laughs> Joel's response for mine. Homer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I live here and I feel like I have to by law. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, you guys are, are really helping me get this thing done very quick. <laughs> Gary Gary has taken up like his full 90 seconds on every pick and hasn't joined us on the podcast at all to talk about any of his picks, uh, which leads me to going straight to Matt to talk about something happening in the NFL while those 90 seconds to go by. And then, then we get to talk on uh, who somehow the needs for John's team still reflect that he needs a quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, flex, place kicker, and defense. Even though we are in the 16th round, I, I don't know how that's possible. Again, internet gods are all punters. It's it's just I, I don't understand what is happening right now. But the most what interesting happened? draft I've ever been a part of. Continue. What happened? <laughs> uh, is the, uh, My husband just popped Gary into the closet the and was like, "What's going on?" <laughs> like it's nothing, honey. Well, that says oh, a lot. That Jerry took the care. Oh, that's right. Because Pod Vader said, like, where I was recording before was too cavernous. So he's like, go somewhere smaller. So this is the only place I could think of. And I can hide from the tiny humans. So they can't buy me. I would. No, you didn't tell me to do that. You just told me a smaller enclosed room. Plus, I can hide from the tiny uh, humans. That's always a bonus. If the tiny humans are still up, I think it's way past their bedtime. Gary went with the Carolina Panthers. Matt took uh max williams john legit picks here with the philadelphia Eagles and bishop sankey absolutely to quote the adorable ashley williams when it comes to defenses you got to get in there and i'm going to get all up in there with the philadelphia eagles this year and 
people in this draft are treating Bishop Sankey literally as if he died. But I'm going to take him here in the 16th round. I think that's a value. Or 17th, yeah, correct. And, yes. and, and since you, Matt, you went with the Cleve defense. Yeah, uh, just, just seeing a lot of 13-10 games this year out there in Cleveland. 16-10, some losses, but a lot of low-scoring, scrappy, scrappy dude kind of game. Uh, Gary took Reggie Bush, uh, who's now at San Francisco. You're on deck. And, and Jeff is on deck, but Dennis took Crabtree. You're on the clock. That's Joel, who's now on the clock, because Jeff took the Cincinnati Bengals. Dennis, Michael Crabtree, he's the second wide receiver in Oakland. Anything else you want to add to that pick? Just want this to be over. (laughs) 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 With my pick, I I, I agree, Chris Johnson. I just want this to be over. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I'm going to slow things down because, of course, you. Oh are. no, I'm not. Oh yes, I am. No, I'm just. Well, <laughs> I, the the problem here that I have is I, I want to back up defense, and I don't really like my options. Hopefully, in a ten team league, I'll find a better option within the next couple of weeks, and I'll end up dropping the Packers defense. Uh, Ramona, you are up next. We've got only two picks to go. Ramona took David Johnson, the running back. So, Ashley, uh, please help everyone get this over sooner by making your pick quicker. My pick is in. And she does. There you go. The New England Patriots defense. Good luck with that. She's getting in there. I'll tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're going to be on the field a lot, at least the first few games. So, let's hope they... uh, in action, they got a fairly easy schedule, so hopefully that works out well. Yeah, I hope I I hope I get to face you early season with that New England Patriots defense because oh we're playing this out. Get some. Oh, that stinks. Oh, we're playing this out. Final rounds here as Mark has made his last picks. Burns and Virgil Green. Yeah, I went with Alan Hearns. Job, uh, he's, he's a hurricane. Fun with him. I've actually thought it was 16 rounds, or I never would have taken a kicker two rounds ago. And then mm-hmm. it's a Virgil Green because I need a backup tight end. Uh, Steven <laughs> Hosh, the kicker that Ashley took. Charles Sims, the running back from Tampa for Ramona. I need a kicker. I'm going to go with Blair Walsh because – I still have those old guys. Joel Hennard, you're up next with your last pick in the draft. He goes, Doug Baldwin, excellent pick. Jeff, you're on the clock. He goes, Dan Bailey, place kicker from Dallas. Dennis. Uh, you know what? I'm actually taking this pick seriously. Why not? I'll go, you know, Ruben Randall contract year. If you see Victor Cruz flipping any way, this guy will step up and be the second guy on the depth chart. Gary went with Mason Crosby, the kicker. Matt took Foles. And John, you have the final pick. Oh, I'm going to take a guy that um, no one's going to tell anybody else that I was actually partying with in uh, Las Vegas about three (laughs) weeks ago. And he's a cool cat. Nice. Sebastian Janikowski. 
<laughs> very nice. Very nice. I hope you get to the end of our most interesting draft ever. Uh, it's also the first annual Blog Talk Radio Fantasy Football League draft. We will be playing this season out uh, so that we can have a champion at the end of the season. And uh, there will be trophy given to the champion of the first ever Blog Talk Radio League. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed listening to this craziness. We enjoyed putting it together, despite the fact that we're all tired and want to go to bed. Uh, but we're going to reveal something by pulling back the curtain. We still need to record the introduction to the show. So uh, I'm going to leave this exit. Now we have to breathe it away. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you all for listening. And uh, we'll talk to you again later on as the season progresses. Goodbye, everybody.